Hi, I'm Jeff Hampton, and welcome to the Legacy Builders Podcast. I have helped hundreds of investors protect their assets and maximize cash flow in order to help them create a path to generational wealth. Too often, hardworking high performers find that the structure of their investments not only cause liability, but also create tax issues. And it is my job as a lawyer to ensure that it is never the case. Each week, I will provide the tools, the tips, and the strategies to create maximum wealth in real estate and other investments, as well as interview some of the most successful people that have created their own path to legacy wealth. So welcome, everyone, to the Legacy Builders Podcast, podcast number one. Now, first, listen, I want to introduce myself and let you know who I am and tell you my mission. Why does it even matter that we started the Legacy Builders Podcast? What's in it for you? Well, first of all, my background. Um, I'm the proud husband of my wife, Lisa. Her and I have been married over 20 years, and she is the, the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life. And I'm also the proud father of four children. I have two boys and two girls ranging from six to 16 years of age. And um, it's, that's the, that's actually the best part of my life that I can, that I do everything else for is to be with my family and to be able to spend time with them. But on the side, I say that I'm also a serial entrepreneur that happens to be a lawyer. Don't hold that against me. Okay. Now I have run three law firms over the last decade. I have taken three law firms from literally zero, built them from the ground up to seven figure businesses. And I'm also an investor. I've spent the time being an investor in multiple asset classes. And fortunately, I'm able to allow my family to be able to enjoy a six figure passive income as a result of those investments. So why start Legacy Builders Podcast? Why does it matter? What does it have to do for you? Well, let's first talk about, look, I did not grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I'm fully aware of the fact that most people do not have access to certain strategies and understanding of these strategies in order to create generational wealth. In fact, I grew up in a lower middle-class family where my parents and, and everyone I knew worked a blue-collar job and they did the best they could with what they had. And in fact, they were some of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. And I, I will say this, what was sad though and frustrating is that so many of my friends and family never knew that there could be another way. You don't know what you don't know. And when you don't realize there are other options that are out there, you don't even look for them and you don't wouldn't even see an opportunity if it were to walk right by you. And so I learned many of the lessons on my path and in in, in really the hard way, trial and error. In fact, there's more things that I've tried that didn't work that did. And I ran into a lot of pitfalls along the way. And after working with so many clients and investors, I've also learned so much from so many other savvy investors that I've had, I've had the privilege of working with. And it led me to the realization that so many people don't have access to the shortcuts that the wealthy use to create generational wealth and protect those assets as well. Now, so what did that do? Well, I've learned so much from working with so many of my clients that after starting those three businesses for my family, it kind of led me to wanting to really help other people. And one of the things I want to do in this process is to share with you, not just the strategies and the shortcuts that I know and that I have employed in my life, but also some of the guests that are going to come on board. And they're going to share many of the ways that they have been able to maximize their profits with tax and wealth building strategies. And I want to introduce you to some entrepreneurs, some professionals, some business owners that have already developed a comprehensive 
strategy for which they are able to create generational wealth and how to protect it for years to come. So look, if you are working right now, day in and day out to make a change for your family, but you feel like you're not getting ahead and maybe there's some missing piece that you need in order to be able to take that next leap forward, that's what this podcast is. This podcast is for you. I want to share with you everything I know when it comes to how to take that next step and that next leap to create generational wealth. So, and on top of that, though, let's be frank. Once you do start to create that generational wealth, there's a couple of things you got to be aware of. Number one, you don't want unscrupulous lawyers to be looking to find a way to file a lawsuit against you to take that wealth from you. And we all know that the United States is the most litigious country in the entire world. So you have to be aware of that. The wealthy know how to protect their assets. But then on top of that, you have to also make sure you protect your assets from the from the government. I mean, at the end of the day, the, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And we know that to be the case when it comes to tax strategies. And we'll dive into that in more depth as well, because you need to make sure and use every tax strategy available to you under the law in order to keep more of what you're making. So what we want to do, my goal as we move forward on this journey on Legacy Builders Podcast is to help provide you a roadmap for building wealth, help provide you a roadmap for protecting that wealth and maximizing every advantage that's available to you under the Internal Revenue Code, maximizing every advantage available to you in real estate investing and other strategies that are out there. So in short, we need to not only protect your assets, but maximize cash flow with what you have. So now today, I'm going to spend a couple of minutes here to introduce you to a few concepts that I think I know for a fact are absolutely essential in order to build a, a legacy for generations to come. And many of these strategies are going to be introduced now, but I'm going to go into them in much more in depth when we bring on our guests and we get to learn from them, but also some of the strategies that I've been able to work and learn from through the investors that I deal with on a daily basis. So first of all, I'm going to spend some time talking about learning about how to protect the assets that you already have. You know, listen, why does asset protection matter? Let's talk about the principles of asset protection. You know, I've said this before, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. We know that's the case when it comes to the tax man. We want to make sure that the federal government doesn't come and take, uh, you know, we want to try to protect as much of those assets as we can from taxes. But on top of that, you also want to make sure and protect them from a lawsuit. Because I'll tell you this, and I'm not going to go into too much in depth in this for this particular episode, but we people ask me, why is asset protection important? Why does it matter? At the end of the day, you know what the wealthy have learned to do? The wealthy have learned to own nothing but control everything. The primary goal is to appear that you own absolutely nothing, but you control everything that you have your hands in. So in order to do that, there's so many different ways. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to actually introduce you to what we call a layered asset protection strategy for ways to be able to create layers of protection between you personally and anyone else who might try to get to you. Okay. We're also going to talk a little bit about insurance. We're going to dive into insurance. There's so much misinformation out there about insurance. Many people have insurance right now, but it's the wrong kind of insurance. It's not really protecting them for what they think they're paying for. And it's, and many times it can be an absolute waste of money if you are not strategically making the right choices with that insurance coverage. Okay. We're also going to talk about entities. We're going to talk about LLC strategies. You know, when do you need an LLC? I know some people, I, I've actually seen some folks that go out there and create an LLC. They don't have a business. 
they don't have anything, but they're creating an LLC. And it's a waste of money if you do that, because there's maintenance, there's requirements that you have to do and extra tax returns, potentially, if you don't know how to set them up right. But if you are investing in particular assets like you know real estate, if you're looking to get into a business structure, um, those absolutely make sense to use the right type of LLC. But there's so many questions. How do I set it up? Am I taxed as an S-corp? Am I taxed as a sole proprietorship? Should I be taxed as a partnership? All of these questions will come up and really part of protecting your net worth, part of protecting those assets is also uh, structuring it properly so that you can also protect yourself from the tax man. So we're going to get into that in more depth as well. And then I'm going to get into a concept known as holding companies. There's a lot of misinformation out there. If you go do Google searches right now about what a holding company is or about just LLCs or asset protection, you will get conflicting information right and left about that. And what we're going to do is break that down. You'll learn that LLCs can be a good step in protection, but many times that's nowhere near enough, particularly as you continue to scale your portfolio or scale, you know, really increase your net worth. We're going to talk about how holding company strategies can actually create privacy in public. No one's going to be able to see that you own these assets. And they can also protect you with what's known as charging order protection. We're going to talk about ways to protect you from lawsuits in more in depth. And then finally, we're going to get into trusts. You know, many people have heard about trust, but there's so much misunderstandings about it. You know, we know there's like literally hundreds of different types of trusts, but we're going to talk about how they can be used to manage your estate planning, but also for them to protect what you have, um, not just from a lawsuit, but also to protect you from you know the estate tax and other types of uh, mitigation strategies when it comes to tax. So we'll tie all that in and go into more depth. But then we're going to get into maximizing cash flow. And this is one of the areas that Look, I'll have people ask me about all the time. They'll say, you know, Jeff, listen, I'm in a W-2 job right now. I don't see how am I supposed to be able to maximize cash flow on anything? Well, I can tell you right now, listen, you could sit around and lament about where you're not at, or you can take a look at where you're at very seriously and say, what am I going to do to move the needle? What are the quickest things that I can do right now to move the needle, to, to move me from where I'm at to where I need to be? For example, I have people that come to me and say, Jeff, I'd really like to buy my first rental property, but I just don't have the money to put, on, put into a down payment. Well, the first thing I ask them is, do you have a budget? And I will tell you, I am shocked by the number of even six-figure earners that I know. I know doctors, lawyers, engineers. I know business owners that, I mean, I know a guy that's a seven-figure. He creates seven figures of, of gross income a year from his business. He has no idea what he spends it on. He has no idea the inflow and outflow of what's going on with his business. Not only does that make him a target for fraud and someone in his business to take advantage of him, but he can't budget. If he doesn't budget and he doesn't budget with discipline, that's the key. Don't start with what you don't have. Start with what you do have. And we're going to talk about that. You can start right where you're at, budgeting, setting aside and saving that money, using it and, and really purposing it, repurposing it for an asset that you're going to invest into. Um, and then we're going to talk about a side hustle. You know, I, I know a lot of people are tempted. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to start some business. And look, I want to be able to tell you that you should start a business, but I'm going to tell you the statistics on starting a business are overwhelmingly bleak. And it doesn't mean you can't do it, but you need to give yourself all the benefits 
that you can to improve your odds. You want those odds to be in your favor when it comes to starting your business. And one way to do that to protect your family is to keep your W-2 job while you're doing it. Maybe start a side hustle. Maybe you want to make sure that what you're going to do is going to be right for you as you start that business. But then we'll get into more comprehensive strategies. I love to talk about tax strategies because when you do this, many people hate talking about tax, but I can tell you right now, tax, look, the internal revenue code is very specifically, here's what it is. It is a roadmap and it is a guidebook to tell you exactly what investments you should be investing in to keep more of your money. And so many billionaires and you know millionaires and billionaires invest in real estate. And can I tell you this? One of the reasons why is because real estate inherently, once it's handled, it's bought right, and you make most of your money on the buy. But if you buy it right through concepts of depreciation and other things that we're going to explore, you can keep so much more of your money and you're taxed at a much lower rate in the process of doing that in terms of your investments. So we're going to dig into that. We're going to spend some time talking about tax strategies, not just in real estate, but other mechanisms for businesses as well. And then we're going to look into more in-depth in real estate strategies. One of the areas that I've built a portfolio in is short-term rentals, Airbnbs. And I know it's really negative right now. A lot of people don't want to talk about Airbnbs and you know all the regulation and things that are out there. But I'll tell you right now, if you know how to invest in short-term rentals the right way, and you follow and implement the strategies we're going to talk about here on this podcast, you can see a three to four times multiple on your cash flow compared to most other types of real estate investments. So these are areas to really consider heavily. And we're going to dive deep into that and have special guests that are going to really articulate that in more detail for you. And then, of course, we're going to get into long-term investing, long-term rental investing, multifamily investing, and of course, syndication strategies. And I love syndications because they're a way, they're a way for you to kind of get your feet wet, get out there and start investing in real estate. And then finally, we'll look, we're going to get into alternative strategies, life insurance strategies. There's many other strategies that we're going to bring, bring guests on. I'm, it never ceases to amaze me how there are so many ways to make money, and we want to uncover all of those. But look, the most exciting part is we are going to introduce you to special guests that have insights on how to build your legacy. And I hope you will join me as we both have the opportunity to enjoy kicking off Legacy Builders. And, you know, listen, I will see you on our next episode. And I can't wait to see who our first guest is going to be. So hang tight. I'll see you soon.